this is Angela Hauser with Disclosure News Online presenting our nightly newscap designed for those who want an audio roundup and recap of the highlighted stories of the past 24 hours or in the case of the beginning of the week stuff from the previous weekend where once again pretty much all hell broke loose. Are you surprised? No? Okay then, here's your nightly newscap for the evening of Monday, January 12th, 2015. The news kicked off Saturday with a kick. Literally. Well, allegedly anyway. This would be Cynthia Justice, also known as Sam Justice, age 53, a gal from El Dorado who, for whatever reason, was allegedly speeding across Kentucky 425 in Henderson, 13 miles over the limit as clocked by a Kentucky state trooper. And really, I've been speeding through there as well over that. It's, it's a good road. Anyway, when she was stopped, well, KSP said she didn't want to stop, but they got her stopped, and then she didn't want to be cooperative, allegedly. They found out that she was allegedly operating her vehicle on a suspended or revoked license, and apparently she got belligerent over that. We don't know what happened between the time of this discovery and the time they started to put the cuffs on her, but cuffer they did or tried to, and she didn't want to be cuffed. KSP said she resisted getting cuffed, and so that got her a resisting arrest charge. And then, of all things, they say she kicked a trooper after she was handcuffed. And that got her an assault charge. Boy. So, they took her to Henderson County Jail, and as far as we know today, she's still there. We're doing a little research into Sam, Cynthia, Miss Justice, whatever, there's some interesting stuff going on there. Might be in the next print version, barring any major malfunctions this week. Pick up a copy next week and see. Then no sooner had we found out about Ms. Justice than Nick Ryder, police chief over Creel Springs Way in Williamson County, got a press release in about this big burglary racket alleged against three Williamson County guys. I'd say men, because they're all like 19, 20, 21 years of age, but they're acting like 12-year-olds, so I'm inclined to call them boys since I'm an old grandma. But I'll just skip right on past that and tell you about Garrett Green, age 21, of Creel Springs, George Benjamin Cody Smith, a.k.a. Ben Smith, 19, of Marion, and of the pierced lip variety of boy, and Caleb Terry, also 19 and also of Marion. But he's more redneckish than Ben Jammin Smith. He sports what he obviously thinks passes for a mustache and goat instead of trendy piercings. Anyway, <clears throat> enough of what these numbnuts look like. What they're accused of doing is breaking into Creel Springs and Goreville churches and taking things, including, we're learning, musical instruments and sound equipment. Because churches are trendy these days, too. You know, they like to jam once in a while. These boys have been charged, and the charges are pretty steep since they all involve houses of worship. And we're hearing there's a fourth person involved in this mess, too. And these boys, like the dimwits they obviously are, are also accused of pawning the instruments, trying to do so right there in Marion, but they took them to Paducah. These instruments had serial numbers on them. The owners had the numbers. And they were tracked down at the pawn shop, and hallelujah, they were reported stolen, and bam, these boys are in jail in Williamson County's fine detention center. We're working on getting the identity of the fourth boy, 
And when we do, there will be a third story about it on the website here, and everybody will be the wiser, including the charged boys. And then today, we were regaled with all kinds of news, including two notorious wenches from Saline County, who apparently were wanting to better their circumstances as well as maybe get themselves some cash for their alleged drug misdeeds. This would be Robin Wangler, I guess that's how you say her name, age 30 of Harrisburg, and Christy Morrow-Reed, 45, previously of El Dorado, but who also sports a Flint, Michigan Addy. These two left Saline County back on January 8th, this would be Thursday of last week, and went to the mall in Nashville, don't know which one, and went shopping, allegedly with wire snippers and magnets, which those of us in retail who have done battle with shoplifters know what those are for. Defeating sensor tags, commonly known as security devices, those things that set off an alarm if you go out of the store with them. They have to be removed at the register by the salespeople. But not if you have wire snips and magnets. You can take a lot of them off yourself if you know how to do such a thing, which, sadly, I had to be educated on that about a quarter century ago as a retail manager. And boy, these people are sneaky. Well, these two, Wangler and Reed, did their shopping at all the high-end locations, like Vicky's Secret, Express, TJ Maxx, and Buckle. And then, and then, they got caught in Dillard's. I used to work for Dillard's half a lifetime ago. They have banks of monitors that store security watches. And these two were caught literally stuffing bags with items. So security got them, and the cops responded and found over $3,000 worth of things in their possession, along with the wire snips and magnets. Oh, and prescription pills, probably someone else's prescription, and that pesky meth pipe that's likely responsible for Ms. Reed's lovely complexion in their car. So they're locked up in the Nashville, Tennessee Metro Jail. They reportedly told the cops that they were going to sell this stuff back here in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Secondhand stores don't pay that much. So this is a call to keep an eye out for used items on those Facebook group sale pages in the area, because this goes on a lot more frequently than a lot of people realize, I'm here to tell you. There were a couple of wrecks in our home county of Richland Saturday night. One of them involved two girls who were from, of all places, Anna, down there in Union County. ISP worked this wreck, which amounted to a little blonde girl, Cassandra Bunch, age 18, losing control of her Toyota Camry on Parkersburg Lane, east of the village of Parkersburg in South Richland, hitting a phone pole, overturning the car, and landing it upright in a ditch. But this hurt Cassie and her passenger, Michaela DeWitt, 17, also of Anna, and they both had to be taken to major hospitals out of the area, Cassie to Deaconess in Evansville, and Michaela to Cardinal Glennon in St. Louis. And then Cassie, surprise, was cited for illegal consumption and possession of alcohol by a minor, as well as improper lane usage and failure to reduce speed to avoid an accident. No DUI, not yet. I'm sure David Hyde will charge that. DUIs bring in big money in fines and fees. And since Hyde is doling out legal advice to domestic batterers and meth felons free of charge instead of properly prosecuting crime in Richland, he's going to need that. More on that as it develops. Another wreck occurred north of Olney 
on Route 130 at Steber Hill Saturday night, although we're not sure of the exact time. Our Sheriff Andy Hires thought it might have been a little earlier than the wreck the girls were involved in. This wreck shut down 1.30 for a long time Saturday evening, and since there's really no easy way to reroute traffic in that part of the county, it made for a mess for travelers. A semi had a breakdown on Steber Hill, Hires said, and while he was pulled over sitting there, the semi, not Hires, another semi came along and smacked into the broke-down one. No injuries, as far as Andy knows, but... A big, big mess. ISP is working that one, he said. We might be able to get the specs on it tomorrow. And then the more amusing point of news that came in today was a little story about Nathan Pickering in Wabash County finally getting served with the arrest warrant that we actually reported on in the late December paper that was filed against him for marijuana trafficking in Mount Carmel. We didn't get it out of the court file that he was allegedly trafficking this pot out of Pizza Hut there in Mount Carmel. We only had it that the 33-year-old man from Allendale had been charged. The warrant was served January 9th on the mid-December charge. We don't even like reporting on pot trafficking. It's a stupid law. And of course, pot's only illegal because of the multiple health benefits of the plant, which the experts have sought to suppress for decades now to the detriment of millions who have needlessly died from conditions like cancer and other devastating illnesses and have had to take toxic treatment for other conditions like Parkinson's, epilepsy, multiple sclerosis like I have, and probably three or four dozen other conditions that THC actually treats and which our states are gradually figuring out and decriminalizing. And if you have trouble falling asleep after hearing this newscap, blame your government because THC treats insomnia and pain, too. But they don't want you having it, because they make too much money off pot arrests, as Mr. Pickering is probably going to find out. Poor guy. So anyway, that's the cap. We're back to the word mine this week. I'll try to keep you up on everything here in audio. No promises, though, because production is a rough time, and we have certain mental midgets we have to deal with regularly here, but we'll do our best for you because we have a big love in our hearts for you. This has been Angela Hauser with your January 12th Disclosure News Online Nightly Newscast.